Hello guys, welcome to the Life with Butterfly podcast. Oh my gosh, that is so crazy that I'm saying that. Okay, I am your host, Liana. Hi, I'm on social media, I go by Butterfly. So hey, how's it going? What's up? I cannot believe I'm doing this. I'm actually incredibly nervous because... God woke me up at 7 a.m. and he was like, you're doing a podcast and this is what you're going to be talking about. And I was like, okay. So this is me stepping out on faith completely in real time because I am actually quite nervous right now. And I am excited, but I'm also kind of nervous here on the Life with Butterfly podcast. We talk about living in a world without being a part of it, but I don't in any way, shape or form want you to feel judged or anything like that. Okay. I am a very imperfect person. Let's just start there. Okay. (laughs) I'm really imperfect and I have asked God for forgiveness quite a bit because I'm not perfect, all right? And I try to be perfect, and that's why we need Jesus because when we accept Jesus, we seek God first, he fills us up with his spirit so that he can kind of fill in the blanks of the fact that we are so imperfect. And so if I judge you, I will be a hypocrite. Let's just start there. All right, I don't want you to feel judged no matter what walk in life you're from, no matter what you believe, no matter where you're from. If you're here to just hang out and be curious, hey, let's hang out together. Two imperfect people, we're hanging out. We're besties now. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. This is the first episode. Um, So yeah, I hope I don't swallow too loud. Okay, now I'm overthinking. Let's pray and then we'll we'll talk about this. Okay. Heavenly Father, in Jesus name, Lord, thank you so much for the person on the other side of the screen or listening to this podcast, um, through audio. (laughs) Lord, thank you so much for leading me and guiding me to this. I am actually so nervous, Lord. So this is the perfect time because my nervousness is going to humble me so that you can take over and go first in this podcast, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you that I won't stutter <laughs> in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you for speaking through me, Lord. Thank you for just using me as a vessel because all wisdom, all praise, glory, and honor goes to you, Lord. I surrender this podcast, Lord. I surrender all of my social media to you, God, in Jesus' name. Um, and Lord, just thank you so much, Lord, whatever the person watching this or listening to this is going through, Lord, people put Jesus over them, Lord, thank you that they'll remain steadfast and unmovable, Lord, thank you for answering the desires of your heart, Lord, thank you for going first in everything they do, Lord, and no matter their prayers or unanswered prayers or, well, you answer all prayers, it's either yes, no, or wait, or I have something better. But Lord, thank you so much that no matter how they're feeling in their heart, even their unspoken prayers, Lord, thank you so much for going first in in their lives, Lord, and answering every nook and cranny and every secret that a person may have, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you for going first, Lord. Thank you for speaking through me, Lord. And thank you for opening up the ears of the listeners so that they can hear what what you're saying through me in Jesus name. Amen. Okay. Um, okay. So let's, let's, let's start. Um, I hope I'm not too loud. I, this is my first time doing this. Okay. And I'm looking at my sound level and I keep going to the yellow and I'm thinking, oh no, uh, I, we will work on that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, so the first thing that we're talking about is in this podcast of living in the world and not being a part of it. We're talking about 
the churches. Now, I'm not saying that all churches are like that. Okay, so let's 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 not let's not talk about that. But there's like a element of things that are going on that I notice in the church, and I'm filming this when I'm even filming. I'm recording slash filming this. If you're on the internet or <laughs> if you're listening to this through audio, um, I'm re- I'm filming this because it's kind of like a warning, right? And I've been really praying about this because there's this weird gospel that's going around and it's so similar to the actual gospel that it's almost kind of scary right because it uses God's word but it's using God's word to make the listener their own God and God's like a genie like for example right I was really really into these sermons um because they make me feel good. Let's just start there. It makes me really, really feel good to think God's working for me at all times. And all I have to do is pray and all of the answers of my heart will be, all the desires of my heart will be answered. And I'm not saying that that's not true, right? What does the, the Bible say? The Bible says, seeking ye shall find, knocking a door will be open to you in Matthew. Uh, the Bible says that God gives good gifts and the Bible says that God will give us the desires of our heart and the Bible says all those things but sometimes the way that the ministers kind of make it twist up a bit and they're like well this entire sermon is about what God's going to do for you that's when they start going over the line a bit and the reason why that's a problem is because the Bible is not about us. It's about God. This is God's story, right? And when we make things about us, we kind of put ourselves in God's position and we're like, um, okay, God, you're supposed to be doing this for me. You're supposed to be working for me and making sure life is perfect for me. You're supposed to be doing X, Y, Z for me. And you're supposed to be doing all these things. But that's not what God is for. That's not his job, right? It's like he created us and we are supposed to be pursuing God that that's who what that's what we are that's who we are right and it's like especially in my experience I don't know about you guys but especially in my experience I went through this season where I was so angry at God because I didn't like where life was things were really really bad and I was so upset with God and so I was like okay I'll pursue God later and I'll just live life and (laughs) That didn't work out. I do not recommend it (laughs) because no matter what I tried, right? No matter what I pulled, right? I never denied God. Let's, let's start there. But I tried a lot of things that were considered worldly rather it's, um, even manifesting. Well, no, I didn't really manifest. I more so went into the meditation and the yoga I was really into that and I was really into opening up yourself right (laughs) and then I got into I really wanted to do college parties and I really tried to get into what the world says will fill you and it doesn't because if you don't have a relationship with your creator there's like a god-sized hole in your heart that only god can fill and so as Christians, we are supposed to, well, as followers of Jesus, we are supposed to be seeking God 
fully and picking up our cross and giving our lives to God fully so that nothing else matters, right? And when we start doing that, the desires of our heart will be fulfilled. And one thing that I do realize is that we can't serve two masters, right? So if we're praying to God to fulfill ourselves, we are trying to, in this weird way, it's like the ministers are like, hey, serve God so that way he will give you what you want. And that is not biblical because that's not what we were created to do. You know, it's like I was reading James because God really led me to James today. And in James, um, in James 1, 13. Yes. Okay. It says in James 1, 13, it says, when tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then after desire, this is 15, we're going into 15 now. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's fully grown, gives birth to death. Okay, and it says, do not be deceived, my brothers and sisters, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, uh, coming down from the Father of lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. All right, so that's all the way to verse 17. <laughs> we read verse 13 through 17. I didn't know I was going to go that far. But it's like, in a weird way, a lot of the pastors that are coming up, even the prosperity ministers, I know a lot of people talk about them. But a lot of these ministers are mainly talking about what God's going to do for you to satisfy your own desires. But in reality, we don't really know what our desires are. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, think about how many times you've went and said, oh, this thing is going to fulfill me. And then when you get it, it's not what you thought it was. And you're like, oh, that's it. Okay. Or like, for example, you might want this car so bad. You might have this car and you're like, oh my gosh, I want this car so bad. You say able to get the car. As soon as you get the car, you are excited, right? But after a few months of that car, you like the car, but the hype on the inside is not as high as it was when you got it. Or let's not forget how it's so easy for us to want one thing and then God gives us something else. Like, for example, right now, I would rather be on a beach, right? Not saying I wouldn't want to be podcasting, right? But say, for example, I lived on an island and I was having so much fun on this island. What would I learn from that? I would enjoy God's beauty, but God's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to take you on this course so that you can go through trials and tribulations because trials and tribulations create perseverance, right? Well, you've grown in this season that God put you down so that when you are in the beach, when God does bless you with this beach trip on an island, you are such a, you've grown so much compared to just being on the beach and going straight towards the blessing like we would want, right? It's like when I look at trials and tribulations that I've gone through, I don't regret anything. Like I have, I don't look back and I'm like, man, I really wish I didn't go through this difficult time because those difficult times grew me so much and I go back to what I was just saying 
we don't really know what we want. Because if I didn't, I did not want to go through difficult times. So let's start there. Who wants to go through difficult times? But when I come out of the storm, not only am I closer to God, not only is my faith so much stronger, not only am I in position to, I feel like I'm so confident once I, once I accomplish a trial, I am so confident, (laughs) not cocky, okay, not prideful, but I am quite confident. So that way, when God does bring me to what I prayed for, I am so filled with his love. I'm so filled as a person and I am so ready for what I prayed for. Because if you just go straight to your blessing, right, um, you're not gaining anything. You're not really growing. You know what I mean? And each season that God puts us in has a meaning. So we don't really, really know what we want. And it's like when I see a lot of ministers coming up and saying, God's going to do this for you and God's going to do this for you. He is going to do those things, but that's not the entirety of the relationship with God. When we have a relationship with God, we are trusting God with our lives. We're sacrificing ourselves and picking up our cross and we're saying, God, I am surrendering everything fleshly, everything that I once loved. I am surrendering that to you so that you can go full-fledged in my life, so that you can do everything that you want me to do, so that I can fulfill the purpose that you gave me. Because in reality, I don't really know what I want. I can't see the big picture in a life. But God, you see the big picture. You see every element and every path that I'm going to have to take to get to my purpose and it's going to be way better than what I could have ever done or what I could have ever asked for what I could ever imagine because I live for you and that key point of picking up your cross because you live for God that's I feel like that's wiped out in some churches and I'm not judging okay I feel like I'm swallowing too hard but okay I'm not not judging I feel like you can hear me swallow okay all right I'm overthinking I'm not trying to judge what these churches are doing, but what I am saying is be very, very careful because if a church is telling you to focus on your desires and basically just focus on yourself and God is like a genie and he's going to answer your prayers and you just focus on your desires and hope that God's going to do it, you're going to end up being left really broken because that is like nowhere in the Bible did it say, oh, God's going to make you extremely happy. But God did promise that he was never going to leave you nor forsake you. Right. And we it's so important for us to humble ourselves and pick up our cross, because if churches are constantly making people in their congregation their own God and telling people you are your own God, basically, and, and God is going to serve you. If churches are teaching that, people are not finding God in the church. They're finding selfish ambition and self-idolization. That's scary. (laughs) That is so scary. Uh, (laughs) Because when I studied the Church of Satan, uh, when I studied the Church of Satan, the Church of Satan said that they are their own gods. The Church of Satan said that they glorify themselves. They are their own God. So if the Christian church is saying, for the most part, focus on yourself, focus on yourself and pray that God will 
basically help out, they're preaching the same gospel as the Church of Satan. And that's scary. You tell them about their fruit. What kind of fruit is this church spilling out? What kind of fruit, spilling out, Lord, what kind of fruit is this church producing? Because if they're producing self-idolization and they're producing God's going to do this for you and God's going to do this for you and God's going to do this for you, that's true that God does give good gifts. That's true that God will never leave you nor forsake you. That's true. But what's also true is the fact that God doesn't live for us. We live for God. That's also true. (laughs) And so it's really, really important um, to just test the fruits of the church that you go to. Because at the end of the day, you know, you want a church that you will find God in. And not the same thing that the motivational speakers teach. Not the same thing that everyone else teaches. You want to find God. Because at the end of the day, God knows what you need in your heart, on the inside, right? We know what we want. We know what we want. At least we think we know what we want. Because sometimes it doesn't turn out the way we thought it was. But God knows what we need. And he fills our needs. And he sees the big picture, And he will bring us to our purpose through that big picture. But when the church is saying, oh, God is here to serve you. That's not true. I don't, I don't know what they teach you. That's questionable. (laughs) So, you know, just be really, really careful with that. I remember I was in college um, and I had a professor that was like, one thing about churches, she was an atheist. She was an atheist professor, professor. And she said, one thing about churches is the fact that they're no different than a motivational speaker. The only difference is they basically put God in it. That means our church has fallen so far down that an atheist looks at the church and says, that's just motivational speaking. It's as if there are some churches that God is simply not in. And that could cause so much corruption in the world because there are people who see God and they go to the church and they don't find them. That's scary. (laughs) That's really, really scary because no matter what we do in life, there will always be something that's just not fulfilling. It's always something missing. And when we try to fill it with worldly things, you can never fit something worldly in a God-sized hole. So when we try to fill it with worldly things, we always end up empty. We always end up maybe in a depression or with anxiety or whatever it may be. We always end up with something missing, right? And the only way that we can fill that hole is by surrendering ourselves and our wants and desires and full-fledged following Christ and picking up our cross and following God, And when we put our desires above God, we're fooling ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's everything. (laughs) I think that's everything I was going to say. (laughs) Um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast. Um, (laughs) uh, I don't know. It oddly feels awkward ending a podcast. Uh, I... I hope you guys have a great day. (laughs) I don't really.
really know how to end this. Okay. Uh, yeah, I hope you guys are having an incredible day. Um, God bless you. Um, should I pray? Okay, I think I'll, maybe I'll pray again. Okay, I don't know if I'm going to keep up with this pray at the end thing, but okay, we'll pray again. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, thank you for everyone listening. Uh, Lord, thank you for, like I said, thank you for each and every person, Lord. Thank you for showing yourself as real in, in their lives, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you for renewing their hearts and minds so that way they'll seek you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And Lord, thank you that when they seek you, Lord, thank you for giving them the overwhelming peace, joy, and love that you are, Lord, you are love. So, Lord, thank you so much for showing the people listening, excuse me, thank you for showing the people listening that, Lord, in Jesus' name. And Lord, um, Lord, thank you that when they read your word, Lord, thank you for discernment so that way they will see and hear exactly what you um, are saying to them, Lord, in Jesus' name. And Lord, as they go through their day, Lord, thank you so much that they will see your greatness throughout their day, Lord. And thank you for going first, Lord, in their lives, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you guys have a great day. Okay. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Okay.